Hello and welcome back to the Holistically Awakened podcast. I'm Laura Ross, a holistic women's coach and mentor and your host of the Holistically Awakened podcast. So today I wanted to bring you a little audit that I was actually reflecting on for myself and that I want to share with you because I think it can be really, really powerful. And this is something that kind of came up because there can be times where we might not be aligned with what we want or something's not coming in or we're just not again getting the results we want in our life. And I think it's really important that, as you know, in my world, I take an inner outer approach and I really take a holistic approach to everything. And this includes the results in any area of your life because it can be easy to blame the external world and make that the problem. And yes, there are factors outside of our control, but we need to take into consideration the factors that are in our control because a lot of the time, what is happening internally, well, it's going to be expressed externally. That's just how this quantum reality works. And so this is why we need to have an awareness of what is going on internally, especially if we have repeating patterns or we continuously don't get what we want, et cetera, then it's time to look internally to see what is being projected into the world. And so this can be really, really eye-opening and this can shift your entire reality really because when we start to take responsibility for our healing and our thoughts and our beliefs and our energetic frequency and we start to show up as co-creator, that's when our reality starts to shift and it's not so much this frustration around why is stuff not changing? Why are they not changing? And we're just pushing a boulder up the hill. So this is an audit that will be really, really helpful if you are not satisfied with certain areas of your life or you're not really seeing results in certain areas of your life. And so this is where we want to look at where are you spending your resources, your energy? So for instance, we're going to be looking at time, money, thoughts, and emotional state slash energetic frequency, because this is really our resources. This is how we are expressing ourselves in the world. And this is going to be felt in the external world, of course. So when we look at time, money, thoughts, energetic frequency, do they match what you want? So for instance, let's look at money. This is actually something that I do every month where I look at my spending, what I'm spending on. I do have a budget for certain things. And I take note of, you know, what obviously what are my expenses for living. But then I also look at, well, how much did I spend this month on eating out or clothes or whatever, my business, etc. And this is really eye-opening 
because this gives us so much feedback. If we don't know where our money is going, then we can't change our spending habits. And obviously spending habits are going to influence so many aspects of our lives. So for instance, if you are tracking your money or you're you know, checking out what am I spending my money on? Are you spending a lot of money on junk food? But you say you want health. That would not be a match. So for me, for instance, it's probably not a shocker that a top value of mine is health. And I don't really spend much eating out, obviously here and there. Um, my groceries are very healthy. And I, for me, it's just not even a question of, oh, I'm going to be spending money on food that doesn't make me feel good. It just doesn't cross my mind because my value of health is so high. So that is a match. My health has always been one of the priorities. And so that's where I spend a lot of my time and my money because that is a match to that. So here we can look at, well, is that a match? So this might even pertain to business. Are you investing in your business? Do you want to grow your business? What about, um, it could be really any area, health, business, personal development. So we want to look at, does my spending match what I want to experience? And so it might even be like, I want to be smarter with money. I want to experience more wealth. And for me, this is something that I've been starting to look into in terms of like, well, I've started to invest. I've started to, you know, sometimes I'll invest in like books or mentors or courses to reflect that, to reflect that I want to build my business, to reflect that I want to make money work for me instead of have to work harder and harder and harder. So these are things that would reflect what I want and it would be a match to how I'm spending my money. So I'd highly recommend at least doing once a month, looking at where your money is going. And if you can do that once a week, that's even better, but whatever works for you. I like to do like a ritual every month, but then of course I do check in to look at my spending more regularly. But for me, I pretty much know what I'm spending my money on. And I make sure that that's going to reflect what is important to me. So that's money. The next one is time, which is really the most precious resource that we have, but we act like it's not. And so time is really going to be something that I think a lot of the time we, <laughs> we think that we don't have enough time. And I fall into this a lot as well. I've seen clients fall into this where we think that we don't have time for certain things. But then when we actually look at our schedule, we're like, oh, actually, I spend a lot of time wasting on like scrolling social media, or I actually have a lot of time in the evening or whatever. And I didn't actually realize that. And a lot of the time, our mind will just make up stories like I don't actually have time to do that thing, but we're actually just resistant to the thing. It's not actually time. Time is like a scapegoat. 
And obviously we all have busy lives, so it can also be overwhelming, but we do want to be really mindful of our time because it is the, press, the most precious resource. And if we don't change what we do with our time, then we're not really going to be able to change much in our reality. So this is where our habits are associated with time because obviously that's what we're doing regularly, right? If we have routines and habits that aren't serving us, then that's going to be feeding things that don't serve us. The reality that we don't really want to experience, maybe the health that we don't want to experience. And so this is where, when we start to compound activities, habits, routines in the time that we have routinely and regularly, this is what adds up and compounds into results over time. So for instance, if you look at your daily schedule, maybe you have a written planner or a digital planner, um, however you track, I like to use Google Calendar. And so I have everything in there and I can really look at, well, where am I spending my time? Then I can look at my phone. How much time am I spending on my phone? How much time am I spending on different apps? So there's lots of ways that you can track, like what are you spending your time on? Because again, if we don't know, then we don't know. So how much time are you spending scrolling social media or watching Netflix? Or it could even be things like doing chores or laundry or whatever. And then we want to look at, or maybe even commuting. There's so many places where we can be spending a lot of time and it's actually not, it's not actually helping us grow in the direction that we want to or expand. And so there are obvious things like scrolling social media. For most people, when I ask them, and for me as well, when I ask them, does that make you feel better or worse? They always say worse. So social media is obviously a big drain. It's a big drain on our energy, on our mood, on our health, on so many things. So of course, phone is usually going to be one of the top things that people kind of need to look at. Because if you want, for instance, a successful business, or you want to create more wealth, or you want to be healthier, or you want to have a better night's sleep, or you want to be more energized, you want to be more inspired, you want to be more creative. Are you spending a lot of time scrolling, comparing, seeing what other people are doing, beating yourself up because you're not doing as good as them or whatever, then that is definitely not serving you in any way, right? Same thing as if you're excessively watching Netflix or playing video games or whatever. A lot of the time when we overindulge in these kinds of things, it makes us feel worse, less creative. We'd, and we're also using a lot of time that we could use towards other things that actually really matter to us. So that is another big time suck for a lot of people. And so it's really important that we look at, well, where I'm spending the majority of my time. Obviously it could be work. So that's like a big time, like where a lot of your time is going. And that's obviously normal. <laughs> Maybe that's like a temporary job, or maybe it's your, you know, you love your job. Like it's not about getting rid of these things, but it's looking at what am I spending my time? The majority of my time, where am I spending pockets of time where it's like, well, I actually could have had half an hour there, but I spent it scrolling social media and then feeling bad and then craving chips because I was feeling bad. And you know what I mean? So then we're just going down this spiral. 
So it's just about being honest. Like, does this activity actually help me grow and evolve in the direction that I want to? And does it actually make me feel better? If it's a no, then we need to put boundaries there or eliminate it. So it's not about saying you cannot go on social media. You cannot go on Netflix. Obviously, I'm not telling you what to do. And I'm not about like, yeah, you can never do these things. Of course, these are things that are great if we are using them in moderation. We're using them consciously. And we're also aware of the time that we're spending on them. So for instance, for me, I've really become more boundaried with things like Netflix, where I usually give myself like a window of like half an hour. I'm like, okay, this is a time where I actually like, I really enjoy this. I'm going to watch like my favorite show for half an hour, just kind of decompress. And that's it. My phone working on improving that, of course, definitely more boundaries um, in the last few weeks with my phone. And for instance, it's like after a certain time, I'm not on it. I'm not on my social media. And it's just really important to just take that into consideration because we need to use our time efficiently. So noticing is where you're spending the majority of your time match what you want. If not, what can you clean up? What can you put boundaries around? What can you shift and modify and go from there? Next one is your thoughts. So for many of us, this is a big, big shocker. If you've never done like a language audit or, you know, sort of taken into consideration, like what are my dominant thoughts on a daily basis? It can be quite a shocker because we are usually not aware of how toxic our thoughts are to ourselves, to the world, like about the world in general. And this is because a lot of the time, even if we're saying words that are, you know, toxic or disempowering, we can sometimes not even realize it. But then the thoughts that we're having in our head that we're not saying out loud, we actually aren't really aware of them because it's subconscious, it's just automatic. But you'll notice like how many times a day do you say, I can't, I should, I have to, it's not possible. This is, um, this is stupid. I suck. I, whatever, right? So it could be like self-berating or shaming thoughts, not possible, I'm not good enough, negative thoughts, like complaining thoughts, gossiping, all of those things. Notice obviously how does that make you feel because this will, this will definitely spiral into how you feel because your thoughts and beliefs will influence how you feel. But we're also directing our minds with our thoughts. So for instance, shaming thoughts, I'm not good enough. Like, where does that go? Where does that lead us? Probably not to empowering states and probably not to actions that are going to be fueling our expansion, our growth, that are going to be inspiring, et cetera, right? Probably not. We probably end up again, in the bag of chips or scrolling social media or maybe drinking alcohol or whatever. And so this is where we need to be aware of our language. First of all, that's really the first step is the awareness, right? Because if you don't know, then you don't know. We can't change it, but you can change it. So awareness is first. And it's not about shaming yourself because you're having these thoughts because that would just be continuing the cycle and the pattern. It's about awareness. And this, all of these things are actually really 
beneficial. So for instance, when I'm saying looking at your time, your money, your thoughts, and you might notice, well, actually it's not at all a match to what I want and who I want to be. And you might for, for a second feel like you want to beat yourself up or you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm so negative or I'm whatever. I'm lazy. But actually it's, I would say it's more of a celebration because that makes sense. If where you're spending the majority of your time, your money, your thoughts, is not a match to what you want, then that means that if you change it to become a match to what you want, what could happen, right? That is freaking exciting. And or that's what I think anyway. So, so it's exciting. So we get to change it. Now you're aware of it. You get to change it. And guess what's going to happen? When you change that, it's going to be a domino effect. And so obviously this takes practice and repetition. But the more that you catch yourself, oh, I use that word again. What can I use a word instead? Instead of I can't, I could. Choosing. I'm curious about. Maybe it's possible. Like even if it's a little shift, it's going to be moving you in a different direction versus in the same spiral, which just doesn't bring you anywhere where you want to be, right? So starting to become aware of your thoughts, the majority of the ones that you use, the words that you use, and then starting to shift them when you catch yourself, because you will be able to catch yourself more and more because you're now becoming consciously aware. You're not in the program. And so you didn't catch yourself and then you can start again and practice, practice, practice. Because essentially, when you look at who you want to be and the kind of reality you want to experience, if you think of someone who is, for instance, um, I don't know, vibrant and healthy and just loving her life, what kind of thoughts do you think she's at? Ugh, this day, I just can't believe it's like another day in this life. I'm just not good enough. I'm just so lazy and it's not possible for me and everyone else is better. Pretty sure those are not the thoughts that you would think of, right? So even if you think about somebody who you admire, somebody who you look up to, or somebody who has a life that you want to live, think about how do you think they would talk or how would they think? And so that's the kind of match that you want to be at. Like, what is the reality that I want to experience? If I was the person who experienced that reality, how would I be thinking about my life? What would I be saying about my life? What would I be saying about myself? Now we get to match that. And so the last one is your emotional state. So your frequency, your energetic state, your emotional state. This is also very much tied in with all of the other things I talked about. So for instance, if you're spending majority of your money on junk food and um, things that don't serve you and spending the majority of your time on things that drain you like Netflix or scrolling, or you have a lot of these thoughts are, that are shaming and guilt tripping, then it is going to affect your emotional state, right? So we want to be aware of like, where do I live? What is my emotional home? So maybe it's like, I'm in this like low vibe, defeated sort of angry, loathing, resentful state. That's kind of like, if someone would describe my state on like a day-to-day -day basis, Maybe that's how they would describe me, kind of like the Scrooge, right? And it's also important to become aware of like, well, how would I describe my state? Because sometimes we show up in the world as like 
happy, but we're actually really grumpy internally. And we are, you know, feeling defeated and feeling resentful and all of those things. So it's just really important to be honest with yourself here about where do you live emotionally on a day-to-day basis? Because we want to know, like, am I on a lower frequency? Am I feeling like fear, shame, guilt? Is that kind of like where I'm living most of the time? But you want to feel, on the other hand, expansive, open, loving, joyful, excited, then we're not a match, right? Because we're going to be attracting more of these low vibrational frequencies. So one caveat I want to say is that when we're feeling things like fear, shame, guilt, anger, sadness, it's not about bypassing our emotions because it is important to process them. And so that is a totally other topic. It's not about bypassing. That's not what I'm saying. But here it's about where do you live emotionally? Because we can even become addicted to stress and complaining and negative thoughts. And this can be like where we revert to. Like, this is where I live. This is my state. I don't really know what it feels like to live in this fun, excited, joyful state. And so obviously if you are in that camp, it can feel like a big jump to go from like resent, resentment to excited, happy, joyful, loving, right? So we can move up the ladder though. And I know Abraham Hicks talks about this. Um, I know David Hawkins talks about this. So it's like going up the vibrational ladder because shame and guilt will be at the bottom. And then when you go up, like anger and sadness is actually higher up. So even if you went up the scale, you would be like moving up towards um, higher vibrational states. And even if you're moving towards neutrality, that is still progress. And so we're starting to shift our state. And so if we feel angry, we process that, but then we want to look at where am I living the majority of the time? Where do I want to live? Okay, how can I start to train myself to make that my new home, to make that comfortable? And then I'm going to start to live there more often. And so even asking yourself, well, if I wanted to feel more excited about my life, I want to feel more inspired. I want to feel more calm or I wanted to feel more curious. Like it doesn't have to be this huge, this emotion that just seems like way too big. It can literally just be like something a little bit more elevated. Then we want to look at, well, what would contribute to me feeling that way? So we want to look at, well, where am I spending the majority of my time? What am I spending my money on? What am I spending my thoughts on? Where am I directing my thoughts? That's These things are already going to help shift your state because you're going to be looking at, well, if I want health, how am I going to be spending those resources? If I want fulfillment, how am I going to be spending those resources? If I want healthy relationships, how am I going to be spending those resources? What are the things that I'm going to be cutting out of my life or reducing or delegating? What am I going to be adding in? Because we are doing an audit here. And when we look at where we're spending our time, our energy, what we're focusing on, or we're choosing to believe, this will impact our state. No question. So you can see that they all feed into each other, right? And so this is where we get to start to audit, well, what's going on? Where am I not satisfied? And am I matched to what I want? 
Now we get to really take note of what might not be a match. And then we got to, we get to start to shift that. And so if you do this exercise, it can really change a lot for you. And so I'd really recommend if you took some time to journal a little bit and really reflect on where are you spending the majority of your time? Where are you spending majority of your money? Where are you focusing your thoughts? What are your dominant thoughts, your most frequent thoughts during the day? What are the ones that keep coming up? And where's your emotional home? Is it a match to what you want? If yes, great. If not, what needs to change? And even if it's like little baby steps, literally already by taking note of this and auditing this, this is a huge step. Because if you don't know, if you're not aware, then are you going to take action? Are you even going to know where to take action? No. And it's easy to just sweep this on the rug and be like, I don't want to look at this too uncomfortable. Is it more uncomfortable than staying where you are? If you really want change, then something's got to change, right? So I'm challenging you to do this exercise because this is a powerful exercise that could literally change your entire life if you do it. So if you're ready for a change, I invite you to do it. Let me know if you do it, what comes up for you, if you want to share anything. And I'm celebrating you. I see you showing up. If you listen to this the whole way, it's very likely you're going to do it. So I'm celebrating your progress, your bravery, your courage, and I will talk to you next time on the podcast. Thank you for listening.